And welcome to the Lords of Loud podcast. We're just four guys who enjoy a good debate about music. We thought we'd move our rants and discussions into the podcast era. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords. I'm the Walrus. As always with me, I have Lord Brett. He is the Eggman. Lord Kev, he is the Scotch Eggman. And Lord Al, he's the Eggplant. back to the Lords of Loud. Uh, on tonight's episode, we're talking about undiscovered gems. We're hoping to introduce the other Lords to a band that they haven't heard about before. So this will be very interesting. And I'm going to hand over to Al to kick us off with a band that he feels that none of us have heard of before. All right. I'm not, I'm Lord not. Al, take us somewhere. Introduce us to something new. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Music-wise, music-wise. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, put your fans back on. Yeah. What? Um, so, uh, this one is... Uh, I have no idea how I came across them. I was probably just Googling um, Daptone Records, which is where Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. Um, uh, the uh, kind of the house band. They've done stuff with Amy Winehouse and blah, 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 blah. So I was just like, oh, you know what? What do these guys do? Um, so this is Menahan Street Band. I don't know whether it's Menahan Street Band or Menahan Street, Street Band. Band. Oh, that's right. Ooh, so, the old dog anyway, so this is... Uh, a bit of research, had, Al, a bit of research. Uh, well... That's what it takes. So, so, so there are two, uh, two albums so far that I know of. This one is the first uh, one, and the first song, uh, Make the Road by Walking. So it's like the whole album is instrumental, sort of this type of soul, you know, like fun type of feel. Um, the second album is very similar as well. Um, it, part of the appeal for me was that it sounded like the uh, instrumental stuff that the Beastie Boys would do, which again was yeah. based in that 70s type of vibe. Yeah. Um, Three of the three of the guys in this band, I think the guitarist, the drummer, um, maybe the bassist, or the saxophonist, played in a bunch of other Daptone-related bands. You got Sharon Jones, um, the uh, and some of those guys who played with like Amy Winehouse. Um, the, this song in particular has been sampled a few times, one by Jay Z. Yeah. Yes, we're all trying to wiggle out there. Yeah, um, Kendrick Lamar, I think, has sampled, if not this song, then one of the other ones yeah. on this album. Um, like, for only coming out, I think, 10 years ago, it's the song's been sampled, been sampled a huge amount by hip hop artists, probably because it sounds so much like stuff that yeah. has traditionally been sampled. Yeah, yeah. So, it's definitely nothing new and innovative, but it's. Um, yeah, the whole album's just pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Oh, one other song called The Traitor. Mm-hmm. 
And this one kind of reminds me of another artist who I'm not sure if you've heard much of, if at all, which is uh, David Axelrod. Um, and his first two albums had a few songs on it that were sampled by DJ Shadow and Dr. Dre and a bunch of other people. It's, again, just instrumental. Um, yeah, you know, same type of era. Although David Axelrod was more uh, 1960s, I think. How you drive to work. Mm-hmm. Top down. <laughs> the top down. Lead back. That's right. The station wagon. My mind and my money and my money on the way. Smoke, <laughs> just smoke blowing out of the That's right. Just flicking dollar bills out the window. Big, wide lapel jacket. <laughs> Who cares what the big hat yeah. with a feather in it. Mm-hmm. Enormous. White man's afro. Obtuse sunglasses that serve no purpose. <laughs> A little bit of fluff on the uh, under your lip <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah. A bit of soul patch. Soul patch. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean they're very good musicians. It's excellent production. It's and another reason why I like it is that it is like music from the 70s, but it's got today's production. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so really so clean, clean and, and yeah. yeah, really. And that's why people are obviously sampling it because they can then oh, yeah. do what they want with it. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's nice and stripped back. And, Cool. Very slick. Do you have I another artist, or do you want to just go around and do one artist each, and then come back and do seconds if we people can, got we can do, do one? All right, Kev, what do you have? Oh, I've got nothing ready yet. So I'll <laughs> pass it straight over to Mr. Cox, right. also known as Lord Brett. <laughs> okay, Brett. So what did you have there? Okay, uh, Chris Whitley. Yeah. Anyone heard of Chris Whitley? No. I've heard of an artist called Whitley. Okay. Is it a pseudonym for Rod Stewart? <laughs> no. No. Well, I've heard it here. That's why. So, um, uh, this, this, is, this is. No, no, no. He's uh, American. Tragic area. story. Uh, uh, he died in 2005 at the age of 45 of lung cancer. Um, uh, when he was about 30 or so, he, he uh, was busking in uh, New York. And, uh, and and a little tape of his was picked up by uh, the U2 producer, Daniel Lenoy, is that his name? Lenoir. Lenoir, is that yeah. it? Great. Um, and he produced uh, his big album, um, uh, Living With The Law. Uh, there were two hits from it. This is back in 91. And then, and, and uh, Chris Whitley's a really... Uh, tortured artist, so he didn't like that because it was too polished. Uh, so even though he'd been signed to Columbia, the next two albums he made really raw, and they dumped him because there wasn't a wasn't a, an audience for it. And then for the rest of his short life, he tried to create music. He, um, you know, he lived in Germany for a while. He just really struggled because he he wanted to do. Uh, what what he wanted to do, and no one wanted to listen to it. Um, but he's an absolutely brilliant guitar player, uh, uh, and he's influenced lots of people. John Mayer said when he died, and he, people have interesting opinions about John Mayer. John Mayer said to those who knew his work, his death registers one of the most underappreciated losses in all of music. Um, and his daughter, I believe. So there's this documentary that's been made about him, but they can't get the funds to get it out. So it's been sitting around for the last seven years or so. But there's a clip of his daughter saying, as he got older, the crowds got smaller and the clubs got shittier. Um, but he's an absolutely brilliant guitar player. Sings blues like a, a, a black guy. Um, and um, what does that mean, bro? 
Well, he just like Michael Jackson. Yes, exactly. He sounds exactly like Michael Jackson, uh, and he plays in all sorts of weird tunings. But absolutely brilliant. So let me play a little song here for you. He's blue, not black. Hey, Michael Jackson. <laughs> This is the sort of more modern blues that I would actually yeah, listen to. Yeah. And he died how long ago? Uh, 2005. How old was Lung cancer. And I was thinking in the 40s. 45, yeah. yeah. And this is 91 when this came Did out. he have a late, like, did he record late in his career yeah. or he just couldn't? Uh, yeah, so he started recording about when he was 30, right? Mm. And then he. He released a lot of albums, but again, nothing that anyone wanted to listen to. Right. Uh, because I think you sort of hit on it, that um, uh, uh, the blues, no one wanted to listen to the blues no. in the 90s. Yeah. It's sort of been a, a not, recent not, thing. Not, yeah, not new blues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, so he was a little bit before his time. Okay. Um, but again, a tortured artist. And, and the, the, if you, the documentary is called Dust Radio, even though it doesn't exist, or it does exist, but it hasn't been released. You can watch a five-minute trailer or whatever, and it's tragic because he's dying of lung cancer, mm. but he's, you know, being evicted from mm. his house, he's uh, drunk, um, and it's just so raw, and he's, you know, he, he's just, he hated himself so much. It's just, it's, it's, a, it's a tragedy, you know? But again, you, you know, one of the questions I always ask is, you know, which comes first, you an artist and become tragic or you're tragic and then you, or do you have the torture and then the, yeah, 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 that's right. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, very good you have another little... those things may have sucked but it gave him great songwriting photos <laughs> exactly right no no that's, that's all I want to play because it's just yeah. that's all, just awesome. awesome I just love Chris all you got is your bad this is fairly typical of his tracks like, yeah. no 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 oh, this, so this is, cool. this is really cool stuff yeah yeah yeah, yeah. So, so some of the other stuff he does is very atmospheric and it's just like the, uh, the sounds he gets out of his guitar is just quite, quite lovely. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, it's just but, but somewhere in it, in it all, it's just this really dirty, you know, guttural sort of rawness. Yeah. Cool. I love it. Cool. Very cool. All right. So never heard of him. Well, my turn is it? Yeah, cool. Well, that's because back in the day he was massive. You know, I came across him because uh, I was working for Sony Music back then, and that was when um, it was the greatest thing ever for discovering music because every month they would go, here's 20 CDs that yeah. have been released because everyone in the office got one. Mm. I was like, fuck, this is great. Yeah. And I'd just go through and go, oh, shit, I've never heard of this guy. Well, it's free, so mm. stick it on and off we go. Yeah, so the band, well, the first one, the first band I have is a band called uh, Shearwater. They're an Austin, Texas band. Um, it's very hard to describe the, what kind of, I mean, they're an alternative rock band, but they do have a sort of a prog slight prog edge but not all this stuff's you know what you'd normally call prog so they can't yeah 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 these guys are still performing and in fact they're trying to raise they've released quite a few albums but they're trying to raise money they're crowdfunding their their current album or the one the album they're trying to release so i encourage anyone to go to shearwater.com and and support their you know crowdfunded effort um why is this not loading <laughs> it's only the crocodile. Yeah, so these guys, um, obviously, like I say, several albums. Uh, I'm just going to play a track that I particularly like. Uh, that, I mean, there's so many that I could have chosen here, but this is a this is one that I particularly like of theirs. <laughs> great sort of melodies and, and great lyrics too. It's, just, it's hard to find a modern band that has such, you know, when you come across that way. This is this is sort of a mid a mid album for them. This is it's it's the title song Rooks off the Rooks album. Uh, so this is uh, I think we're looking at about mid two thousands. I reckon that. Yeah. It's interesting too because because you said prog and I'm listening to it going I'm well, listening prog but then in the middle of that it suddenly went zoop and you went oh yeah, that's yeah. prog. Well this right is, this isn't a classic example of their more proggy stuff. Um, but there's a prog element right in there. There's, there's little elements. Yeah, that's why I say it's very hard to sort of just 
pinpoint exactly yeah, the yeah. style. Like, I'll just give you another little taste of it, just another little song here. Band I've, like best modern band I've come across in a long time. Just for their blend of just that interesting musical yeah, stuff yeah. they're doing and great lyrics as well and, and great performance as well. It's one of those bands you think, how have they not cracked it? Yeah, yeah. Some, you know, like somehow. Yeah. Again, really interesting that, that every now and then they're that little sort of yeah, it's oh, little twists. Yeah, 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 it's just great stuff. But yeah, I encourage you to check those guys out more. So, uh, how many people in the band? Uh, it like a thousand. It's one of these. Center. It's one of these bands that's sort of led by a uh, like a strong sort of dominant. Yeah. Okay. Writer, singer yeah. songwriter, like. But I think there generally there's five to six in the band. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Kev, did you have one you wanted? Ah, uh, sure. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to play you some stuff couple of tracks maybe by a French band called M83 and M83 M83 yeah heard yeah know all about them yeah bands beat me that's alright does it count does it count no I think one person doesn't count okay so it's semi hidden I'm I'm wearing the (laughs) t-shirt I'm playing you in a song I have a tattoo on my own Midnight Souls Still Remain and um, this is off their album um, Saturday's Equal Youth and the thing I love about this album is that they, um, it's kind of a concept album in a way, they just did like a, a, a take on the 80s. Um, this is track 11, so you've heard a bunch of stuff by this point. And then this is like a 11 minute song with one chord. <laughs> <laughs> so you're really, they're just not shy about doing some things. What year, what year are you talking? Oh, this is 2008. Right. <laughs> 2008. Fate. And um, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump quickly to a song earlier in. If you see the album cover, it's all um, 80s uh, American high school movies. Yeah. And um, these these guys were um, famous for dream pop slash shoegaze music. Mm-hmm. Not that we went to label <gasps> stuff, but that's oh. stuff I really like. And then they've just taken this turn. They've just kind of like turned a corner and um, brought out this album, um, which. Oh, I thought it was hilarious, really, just how brilliantly they, um, yeah, changed up. Um, so I'll just queue up a different song and get an idea of what I'm talking about. When was it from again, Kip? Uh, 2008. Well, yeah. 
back then a bit more earnest, a bit mm. more in the grungy, you know, effects-driven rock mm-hmm. mould. But the album's called Before the Dawn Feels Is, and the song's called A Guitar in a Heart. <laughs> right? So there's there's already that yeah, yeah, movement yeah. towards, you know, this, um, yeah, fairly epic. It's kind of like a... I don't know, so it reminds me of like heavy metal genre thing where it's like you've just gone mathematically down into some pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there's no uh, lyrics on their el- earlier stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or very few anyway. But there you go, a bit of English. That's right, yeah. that's cool. Named after a satellite, of course. Of course. <laughs> Very cool. All right, Al, did you have another one you want to share? Or? Uh, no? <laughs> All right. That was very controlled. We've, we've, we've uncovered enough gems for one night. I'm happy to pay back Kev because I think he's probably oh. heard of this band that oh. I'm going to play. Fair enough. Yeah, so this is uh, a Scottish band, which I'm sure Kev will, will pr- probably know. Um, okay, that's they're, yeah. they're a band that hasn't recorded very much, and they sort of, I, I get the feeling they were like a, I don't know a lot of the history here, I just love their music. It's, I get the feeling that this is the sort of band that maybe formed, you know, at the end of high school, start of college, and then everyone sort of thought they wanted to be in a band, but then life sort of took over and, and people sort of went their own ways and things um, but this is I mean what they did release in a, in a very short period of time is just stuff that I just love so I'm going to play a song now the, the band's called Stornaway uh, and this particular song's called Zorbing Really nice stuff. I'll give you just one more. Yeah. Stornaway is the town in one of the Outer Hebrides Islands, right? Yep. Uh, you get the ferry there. How do you know that, Brett? I went there. Yeah. This is girl. really nice lyrics really to this film in particular. I broke up with it. <laughs> it was a long trip back. <laughs> it's a heartbreaker as a parent, this song. It's a lovely lyric. You're a passenger, but your mind is traveling on. Open your eyes, and you're nine years older. Hands on the wheel. 
Done your racing on over to lie with your first love You can't wait to see her You borrow the car and you think you're the driver But now you're the passenger to your own heart And it takes you traveling, traveling on And so what year was the previous one? Uh, these are both off the same album. Um, it's what we find the 2010. Okay, so the album's called um, The Beachcomber's Windowsill. Okay. How did you come across it? Uh, well, it's a good, yeah, it's a funny story actually. Um, and this is the beauty of. I found these these guys were playing on an old episode of the Jules Holland show. Wow. Um, which is such a great show for this sort of discovery yeah. because they, they have like the top acts that are flowing through London at the time mm. but they also have so you'll have like you know Dave Gilmore or McCartney or who, you know, whoever the so top acts are head and mess but then they'll have like some completely unknown type yeah. acts as well and they're all just on the yeah. sharing the same studio well, I would and, sure yeah you know yeah, um, so these guys happen to be on yeah one of the episodes and, and they played the first song I played on that night actually they played both these songs actually that night um, and I just thought wow how about these yeah, guys are amazing how about I heard of these guys to my ears it's like that modern take on you know again just plundering plundering just grabbing a piece of the past yes. but not overdoing it you know what I mean mm. not just using a bit of taste it's, it's modern mm. yeah but it's clearly yeah. you know folk yeah, yeah. music recast you know yeah so the, this is yeah I, I really like those guys cool you got um, another one Kev or? I'm deeply upset that you've found uh, Scottish Bank I haven't heard <laughs> it so I feel like I get the right to reply <laughs> unless anyone's ready to jump in no nah. I'm going to put all my eggs in one basket here and just um <laughs> no, no, no. I still can't remember who I was thinking of. Okay, Kev, hit a swill. Okay, so in, in desperate attempt to um, catch up with Ben, who's got a Scottish band that I've never heard of, here's an Australian band, a band that I hope you guys have never heard of, but I hope you love them, because this is just great. No. <laughs> Jesus, is this thing going to work? It's too quiet. going to need some volume, bud. Chats, but yeah. hey. <laughs> they're no chats. That's right. yeah. It's um, 
it's what I nicknamed Australian gangster rock. Yeah. All the songs sound like they've just come from this like really seedy place. Uh-huh. Yes. Wow. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a bit spooky. There's not many people writing fuck it with bucket. Yeah. <laughs> um, there should be more of it. You don't see enough of that yet. That's right. CBS of Bunning This is all about a divorce. Anyway, um, yeah, Ripper. These guys basically just do that that thing very well. It's their thing, it's their version of rock and roll, and they do it um yeah, with 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 just a little bit more taste than that a lot of other punk bands do. Mm-hmm. And they've got this gangster rock vibe that I, I thought was just hilarious. Um, at full bore, driving down the street, this is, um, yeah. Yeah, very cool. It's a lot it's a hit. So you got your arm out yeah. the window, shaking it, shaking your fist at the world. Oh, world. <laughs> oh. All right. Put the ash and the we cigarette. Pull out the big guns now. Put the ash and the cigarette out the That's window. Right. No, just in the carpet of the, the, the borrowed car. And then, and then he, and then he, and then it's a beer bottle toss or something. You know, yeah. it smashes on the rise. He floors it in a forty zone. <laughs> well, exactly right. If you're not throwing bottles out the window for this song, something wrong. <laughs> What's this one called? It'll tell you. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. After the intro. It's building. <laughs> you need some more volume there, really. To see it live. Where the lyrics are going. It's that punk aesthetic of short songs. <laughs> uh, it's called Real Big Fish. This sounds like the soundtrack music for like a Guy Ritchie yes. you know, gangster film. I know, yeah. I, just, I don't know what it is they've managed to do, but. Play wearing thongs? No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> if that. That's <laughs> just a picture I would make. And the bass player's got it slung really low. Yeah. To it, where it's almost impossible to play. But yeah. That's okay, because all he does is hit note and notes. Yeah. No. And this is fairly recent. Um, I don't know exactly the year, but recent enough, like the last three, four years. So. Yeah, I'd love to go and see them because I feel yeah. like it would be a great show, but... Yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah, all right. All right. We'll leave you alone. Right. Just to be diverse, I've got, a, uh, I've got a sort of fiction for it. I thought, I thought I might talk to you a wee bit. I mean, I mean it's the comedy in it as well that gets me. Yeah, like, sure. I, I, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't really come across there, I guess, but um, some, of the, some of the just ridiculous Australianisms, you know? <laughs> I don't want to be a fucking Christmas ham. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. 
All right, I'm gonna do one last one if nobody else has got something they want to add. Oh, damn, we're gonna be cool, eh? This is the last one. Well, we, yeah, so. What that was like one of those ones I call a song crush. Like that when I heard that in Carol, I had to hear it like every day for a while. Yeah. It just She's a nice girl, Trevor. <laughs> okay, so this is a band, um these guys are like a performance art piece as well as a musical band. They No we're talking band. No we're talking. The band's called Steam Powered Giraffe. Oh wow. They dress up and perform as robots, as like steampunk <laughs> robots. Right. In full costume. I like bit. it already. I just thought of another one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. And so this is, quite a few there, there's lots of great songs, but this is this is a particularly good song of theirs. And my daughter turned me on to this, so thank you to, to her. Excellent. That's really cool, actually. Because my daughter listens to bloody Keith. They're cowboy robots, too. They're like. Cowboy robots. They're from like the 1890s, so that's their sort of vibe. Of course, of course. Same thing. Mm-hmm. It's a good year. Yeah. They're great to see perform. You didn't Yeah. Send me free, honey boo. Yeah. Thing. I love that lyric, Turpentine, me, cut race me whole. Yeah. Just such a good lyric. I'm, I'm instantly thinking Three Amigos, the remake. <laughs> yeah. Turpentine, race me whole. It's a great lyric. Yes, you did. Yeah, it's nice. But you're right, it's that Tarantino thing of here's a sweet song and yeah. I'm just going to yeah, couple that with some, yeah. you know, there's some blood dripping out of something, but that's yeah. what it is, you know? Yeah. I'm going to just skip to the very end where it's sort of the outro. I love the one of my They do a nice job of this outro. Hang on, go a bit further in. Yeah, this is the outro. Goodbye, I'm crazy, and I 
myself without you. Oh, goodbye, I'm rather crazy and I never thought I was Goodbye, it was nice to know you. How I find myself without you. Oh, goodbye, I'm rather crazy and I never thought I was crazy. Yes. And we'll end it there. Well, it there. Thanks for listening, guys. Join us again on the Lords of Loud. And don't forget to check out our website, lordsofloud.com, and also find us on Instagram and Facebook, both at Lords of Loud. Thanks for listening.